You're listening to the Painted Goddess Podcast with Jennifer Hershu. This is episode number 54. Hello, witches. Oh, it's so good to have you here. Thank you for listening. I'm dropping this podcast a little late because I recorded something yesterday while outside in the garden. And today I've shifted. And so I am just doing a short little podcast today. What I wanted to share was something that came up for me in my yoga class I took this morning. I take a yoga, a yin yoga class on Wednesday mornings, and if you're not familiar with yin yoga, um, they're held poses, usually, on, you know, they're on the floor, they're not active poses in the same sense that um, an asana pose is, right, where you're holding your muscles, and for the most part, you're you're using gravity to allow the fascia to relax slowly so that you kind of unfold these poses. They kind of unfold and present themselves to you in your body. And rather than poses, even, they call them shapes. And it's such a lovely process. You can probably hear in my voice that I've been in it. (laughs) Um, And I really, today, the, the practice was inspired by, you know, just what, what I think really encapsulates what yoga is, where or especially in yoga, but I think all yoga to some extent is holding all the things, hold, you know, making space to hold the duality of what's there, what's there in the present moment. And I've been experiencing this a lot lately, um, especially, but I think I'm someone, especially through researching and studying and being a student of astrology and of tarot and of anything kind of mystical or magical there's a polarity we live on a polarity planet there's two opposite poles of things that kind of um you know oftentimes we talk about this pendulum swinging it swings between both ways and you know our political system is this way I think that our emotions can be this way. I think um, our desires and, and, and our thoughts can be this way. We kind of swing on this pendulum or are encouraged to or say, you know, that this is the way life is as we swing between these two polar opposite points. And um, as we grow older, I think the magnetism of a center maybe gets more gravitationally um, focused and we settle into a center and then we kind of almost calcify, right? And we become very set in our ways is the story, right? And this practice of yin yoga, and especially today I'm feeling this because it's, um, my teacher really brought it up, is just holding what's here in the moment, which is usually both one thing and another and just noticing that that's true the truth of especially this time there being suffering and kind of discomfort 
you know, the way that we're restricted in what we're doing right now, but that it comes from a place of care. We're doing this to collectively care for each other. We're doing this to, you know, flatten the curve. We're staying home. We're restricting our engagement with others in the physical space. We are restricting our freedoms around going to the store kind of for whenever we want, just to kind of satiate any any feeling we have. We're not really racing around in the same way that I think our consumer society really asks us to do is to find the next productive thing, go get our supplies and do the thing. And so, although, you know, those things are there too, right? We're kind of with this, this time and where we're holding space of all the things. So while there's discomfort, there's also this kind of freedom or joy where we're restricted, where, you know, our, our schedule that usually kind of beholdens us has been loosened in most instances, mis most instances. And, um, and if you're staying to the same schedule, say commuting to your job, um, you're one of the quote unquote essential workers, which I really reject that in and of itself because we are all essential in our own right. Um, I think the essential nature of what's being um, held right now is based on this situation, right? What is necessary is based also on our culture and how we've created society. Anyways, <laughs> that whole rabbit hole. But um, what we're holding is this sense that, you know, the, the schedule maybe is loosened. Oh, so if you're still commuting... You know, there's a sense of like nobody else is commuting. My husband's commute went from an hour to 15 minutes. He gets to work in 15 minutes. It was taking him an hour. So there's both things. There's this restriction and there's maybe this freedom. There's this sadness for what is going on, you know, for what we've lost. And there's also this maybe anticipationary joy or excitement over what will happen when this is all kind of subsided and we're kind of reconstructing our days again. And I say reconstructing our days again because it really is an important time right now to edit out what is um, not serving. You know, there's actually this opportunity where you get to put back in certain things that maybe um, you hadn't made space for before because we were kind of busy doing what was supposedly responsible and what we needed to do and, and everything where there, there may be, and some of us more than others, certainly based on a lot of factors, many of them privilege, but there's space now to maybe decide on purpose what it is you bring back into your everyday, quote unquote. And I think it has a lot to do with our ability right now to hold space for all the things that are here with us right now. So, yeah, I just kind of want to posit that question to you. You know, how many times do you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Um, my emotions are kind of all over the place. But actually being with that present moment and what is true is that you're kind of able to expand or unfold into both that edge of sensation of discomfort and the gravity of the moment kind of 
you know, giving you some relief and resting that you're doing the best you can. You know, even though it doesn't look like maybe as much or being as productive or being whatever is your quote unquote normal, you know, self, which is the doing self, right? And, and then noticing that we, we often will associate who we are with what we do. And so just all of that softening. And I think yin practice is really beautiful in the physical, fittest physical manifestation of that softening, that unfolding. And it invites me into that mental space. So I wanted to share before I go, this is a short podcast, like I said, and um, this beautiful poem that has been shared in a few of my yoga classes now. And it is a poem called Allow by Donna Folds. There is no controlling life. Try corralling a lightning bolt containing a tornado. Dam a stream and it will create a new channel. Resist and the tide will sweep you off your feet. Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. The only safety lies in letting it all in. The wild and the weak, fear, fantasies, failures and successes. When loss rips off the doors of the heart or saddens, the sadness veils your vision with despair. Practice becomes simply bearing the truth in the choice to let go of your known way of being the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. When loss rips off the doors of the heart or sadness veils your vision with despair, practice becomes simply bearing the truth. In the choice to let go of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. I love you. Stay home, stay safe. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey, witches. Thank you so much for listening. I enjoy making this podcast and I hope you enjoy listening. If you've benefited from it or want to support my podcast in any way, the best thing you can do is share it or subscribe or even write a review in iTunes. I'm so appreciative for everyone who's done so already. It helps the algorithm find other witches just like you who are looking for stuff like this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope that you have a beautiful week.